Today, I'm going to be talking about my loser husband and why I love him for it. I use the word loser with quotes because I'm defining the word in the way that society does as someone who fails or does not succeed. What does it mean to fail? Failure means to fall short of success or achievement in something that is attempted or desired. It means to be unsuccessful in the completion of something that you've set out to do. So by society standards and the definition of the word, my husband is a loser. But here's the funny thing. He's the biggest winner of them all. And he's helped me to become a winner too. In today's episode, I'm going to help you start winning. I'm going to help you see where change is necessary in your life. And I won't do that by telling you exactly where, but I'm going to share our experiences to help you see them for yourself. Are you ready to shift your mindset and tap into the opportunities that are waiting for you right now? Let's go. Welcome to the Creating Clarity Podcast, where we talk about clearing the fog, shifting our focus, and uncovering opportunities that are hidden right in front of us. I'm your host, Dr. Liz Aguirre. Before I begin, I must emphasize that this work is separate from my professional medical work and does not represent medical advice or opinions of any specific organization. My journey to becoming a doctor was brutally challenging for me. I kept thinking when I arrived that it would get better, but instead I just kept finding a new heart. I didn't hate the journey, but it was definitely exhausting and many times I felt like I didn't have anything left to give. There was never a point in the journey though that I thought, I just don't want to do this anymore. So I continued with my journey. But what happens when you don't want to do it anymore? What happens when you invest a lot of time and energy only to discover that it's not what you want? Today, I'm going to talk about one man's journey. That man is my husband, Derek. I met him in the medical library during our training. And if you know us, you know that he is literally my world and pretty much he's in saint status in my mind. He, he does so much for me, for our family, and we feel so deeply loved by him. To know Derek is to know love, kindness, compassion, and an example of unbelievable patience. Derek and I were talking the other day, and he told me that he always made his life mission to be the best husband and best father that he could be. His life's mission. Those are big words. He told me that this is all possible because of the love and respect that I give him. When he feels my love, then he wants to give me more. We both go through this act of constantly giving each other more and more. And this is why our love grows. So with all that praise about Derek, I you might be really wondering why he's a loser. Hopefully you can see that he's not really a loser in my mind. We have a beautiful life together, but let me explain what makes him a loser. 
Number one, he went to undergrad at Texas A&M to become an electrical engineer. He's incredibly smart and focused. And in his classes of 100 to 200 students, he sat silently getting the top grades in his class. Who in the world would get a 98 on a test when the average score was a 45? That was Derek. But he didn't brag and he didn't care for anyone to know. My incredibly smart ex-Aggie made the decision to drop out of undergrad during the last semester of his program. The last semester. He was a couple of months away from graduating from one of the biggest universities in Texas, and he quit. Now, people didn't know his grades. They didn't know his circumstances. All they knew is he didn't make it to graduation. He failed. Almost four years of school and over $100,000 of debt, and he dropped out without knowing how he was going to repay those loans. What a loser. Derek told me that he agonized over this decision, and it was incredibly hard for him to leave. But the reason was simple. He no longer wanted to be an electrical engineer. That's it. That's all there was to it. Number two thing that made my husband a loser He went on to enroll at the University of Texas and applied for pharmacy school and got accepted. He did incredibly well, and this time he graduated and he went on to work as a retail pharmacist for a few years. But then life changed again. After we had our twins, we quickly realized that both of us working full-time was not going to work. So Derek left his full-time job as a pharmacist, and he became a full-time stay-at-home dad. We wanted to keep the option for him to go back to work if he ever wanted to do that, so he continued to work part-time. He'd work one or two shifts a month, and he did that for about eight years. And during all that time, we heard all kinds of comments. Wow, what a waste of education. Man, all that debt for nothing? People have no problem pointing out how terrible someone else's decisions are. In other people's minds, Derek was a loser. Number three reason for him being a loser is he didn't earn money. He was living off of my income. What a loser, right? Those are the kind of men we say are deadbeat men who live off of their women and don't work. Well, that's one way to look at it. But here's how we look at it. It's not easy being married to a doctor. There's lots of responsibilities that a doctor's spouse takes on. And my husband took all of them on. Every day of the week, he would cook three meals. He made sure our kids were fed and bathed. And if you're a parent, you know how challenging that is. He arranges birthday parties and schedules trips and gets my oil changed, pays the bills. He monitors our investments and retirement accounts. He maintains our household and does the grocery shopping and laundry. The list is long. He does all of these things and he never complains, not once. He doesn't complain because his mission is to be the best husband and dad. His work is aligned with his mission. Another thing that we recognize is that the cost of him working outside of our home was just not worth it to us. Notice that I said working outside of our home. Derek works incredibly hard, but his work is inside our home. This is why I feel like my money is not my money. It's our money. I don't feel like it's just my money because my ability to work the way I do is 
possible because of all the work he does inside of our home. Now, this decision for him to become a stay-at-home dad was actually easy because we had already talked about this before we got married. But things changed. We didn't know if he would really do it when the time came, but we discussed it. That was a real possibility for us. However, when we were both in our professional careers and we were paying for childcare and outsourcing all these household things that we didn't have time for, we realized that the amount of money that we had at the end of the month was just not worth it to us. We consciously chose to have him stay home and be a stay-at-home parent. It was a mutual decision that we both agreed upon. This kind of decision has to be a shared decision. If only one person agrees, then this can lead to anger and resentment by one or both parties, especially when the naysayers start planting seeds of doubt. The last thing I'll say is Derek isn't just a stay-at-home parent. He really continues to grow and evolve as a person. If you're a stay-at-home parent, you know that you can quickly miss adult interaction. My husband is an introvert, so he didn't miss people all too much, but he did start to feel bored with the monotony of doing the same thing over again, day in and day out. Derek didn't stay there for long, though. We talked about it. We talked about his new goals. And one of the first things that my introvert husband did was enroll in a Dale Carnegie course. And at the end of that course, he walked away with the highest award for achievement. I'm here to tell you losers don't get that kind of award. Okay, so why am I telling you this long story about my husband? Here's the important messages for you to remember. Number one, sometimes success does not come in the way we think. It doesn't matter how well thought out our decisions are. You might change your mind and you're entitled to do that. Feeling stuck in a career or a relationship or anything else that you feel stuck in because you already invested a certain amount of years, it just doesn't make sense. Are you really going to spend the next 30 years of your life working in a career that you're unhappy with simply because you invested the time in the school? To be happy, you have to be willing to walk away from the things that are not bringing us happiness. The second point I wanna make is that the whole world can think you are crazy. That's okay. You're living your life for you, not for them. The third thing is we all define success differently. Being an investment banker in New York City sounds amazing to some people. That's a dream job. I personally like a slower pace, so that wouldn't bring me happiness at all. Derek discovered that he didn't like electrical engineering after all. It's important to follow your own path. That takes me to the next point. Going against the grain is hard. Don't let other people's beliefs make you feel like a loser. You're a winner. Every time you take uncomfortable action, that's a win. Derek has gone on to take many more uncomfortable actions, and he's doing what he loves. He literally feels like he hit the jackpot. He's living the life he wants. He's also rubbed off on me. He's the one who taught me that... I have everything that I need to be happy right now. As I sit here working through my final thoughts in my head, I literally have tears in my eyes because I believe him. I know that this is true. And now I'm living my life with that belief in my heart. I'm able to show up and 
write and record my podcast and do the things that I love because now I realize they're right here. I can reach out and grab them. By showing up as a loser to everyone else, Derek has actually prevailed as a winner. What do you need to change in your life? What is it time to walk away from? What is it time to pursue even though it might not make sense to anyone else? It's your life. You get to decide. I'll end by asking you a couple of questions. Number one, did I change the way you're seeing your life? And are you going to make some changes? They'll be hard. It's not going to be easy. But if you want happiness and you're doing something that is making you unhappy, you have to change that. Did you find this episode helpful? And if so, can you help me? Please share it with a friend so that I can reach more people. There are so many people that are suffering right now because they just can't see the opportunities and the options that they have. They don't realize that it's possible to literally just say, I'm going to walk away from this job and I'm going to find something that makes me happy. Right now is one of the most challenging times in history. In our lives, we will probably never see inflation the way it is. Again, the interest rates as high as they're going to be uh, a pandemic. It's probably not going to happen for another 100 years. All of these things are challenges, but they're also opportunities. Right now, finding a new job when everyone is quitting their job is actually easy. It's an opportunity right now waiting for you. So I want you to take advantage of the opportunities. I want you to change how you're seeing things. And I want you to start believing that what you want actually matters. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you won't miss the next episode. And if you like this episode, please share it with a friend and give me a five-star review so that I can reach more people. I'll see you next week. The views and opinions shared here are for information and educational purposes only. They do not serve as a medical or professional advice. They do not represent any academic, medical, or professional institution or organization. If you found this helpful, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Thank you.